Guess who's back? Back again. Yeah, girl's back. You better tell a friend. What is up, your girl? Your favorite ranter is back. And it's on and popping. Happy New Year. Happy New Me. We're going to get this podcast started again because, well, why not? All right, it's a new year. I've been gone long enough. And I think it's time for me to come back and give y'all what y'all want, which is a little dose of me every week. And so I guess let's just jump right into it because there's, I guess, so much to say, so much to catch up on. It's been a while. It has been a while since my last kind of episodes and, you know, it's been like a whole year because, well, it's 2022. So that was like totally last year, but no, for real, time has gone by quick. And I think my last episode that I made was back in May of 2021, I believe, And just a lot of things were going on back then. So you could imagine, you know, I just jumped off of here for a little bit and had to clear my head. And I was just going through a lot. But so let's just, you know, let's just start with whoever listened to my last podcast and whoever was like faithfully into it to reintroduce myself. My name is... Um, just a little recap. My name is Christelle. Christelle, sound off, obviously. If you're listening to me, it's because you really love me or just really bored. One of the two. But to all my listeners, you know, I just made this podcast in the hopes of just sharing and venting and allowing it to be my outlet because I don't have many outlets, I guess, to speak on freely. Or, you know, my IG goes wild when I have one of these crazy rants. So IG just turned into a podcast, and here we are. And here we are again. You know, I I fell off for a little bit. At the time that I was making my first kind of podcast, I was in a company that I ultimately... Got fired from, and then it kind of, I just kind of went radio silence. And I've been doing my IG rants, you know, for the last couple months and stuff. And everybody's like, Crystal, come back. But why don't you do a podcast? And I'm like, oh my God, just wait. (laughs) And I'm like, I'll be back, I'll be back, I'll be back. And I just haven't found the opportune moment. And today, driving over here to Sebring, yes, you heard it right, to Sebring, um, last time I was doing podcast, I was in Melbourne, Florida, which I used to talk so much shit about Melbourne, Florida, but good lord, I could talk a lot of shit about Sebring, I'm in the middle of nowhere land, but, um, now I just lost my train of thought. But yeah, last time I was doing it, I was, you know, in the middle of getting fired and I just had to take a step back and kind of analyze things. And it was like just a big process. 
like getting fired i was like good straight i didn't like the company anyway i didn't like who i was dealing with i didn't like going to work every day it was just like a hassle and then i got fired which i cried because in true crystal fashion but um it, it it was rough for a little bit. It was rough for a little bit. It was rough to see. I think that Melbourne left a bad taste in my mouth. So I decided that I should spread my wings and fly again. And my best friend at the time uh, came over here to Sebring, which is super central Florida. Like super central Florida. It is in the middle of Florida. Like, I don't know how to describe Sebring or what it's near. Like, I could just tell you that I'm close to Lake Placid. And kind of when I tell people, like, Lake Placid, people are like, oh, okay. Which I think is also a movie based on, like, alligators that kill you or something. I have yet to see an alligator. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because then I would really be packing up and going again. But no. So, my best friend at the time... Um, sorry, I have a little bit of the sniffles. No, it's not Corona, although I caught that shit in August. I was Gucci. I just lost my taste and smell, which I haven't gotten back. It's been like four months now. We're going on five. It's the worst thing of life, but that's a story for another day. But yeah, so at the time, she was coming to Melbourne, blah, blah, blah. And we came to Sebring, and they're looking for a, a spot. And ladies and gentlemen, do not drink and make decisions at the same time not life decisions at least we came and i was like on a hangover and i drank my first bloody mary of all time and i actually like bloody mary's now it's a good hangover killer it's a good starter too but we came over here and we're looking for places and i was like screw it i've been applying everywhere else you know my aunt I was like, Crystal, go to Tennessee, be closer to your cousin. You know, the new baby's on the way. I'm like, no, I can't do that. Can't do that. That's like a flight. I'm already missing home enough as it is. We're not going to do that. Let's try something else. And whatever Sebring popped up, I'm like, let me shoot my resume. I shot it. I had two jobs by that Monday. And... um I chose the wrong one. (laughs) I chose the wrong one. I didn't know at the time that I chose the wrong one. I was very optimistic. I was like positive vibes. You know, I'm going to have my best friend over there. It's not going to be like Melbourne. I'm like by myself and, you know, just doing things on my own. At least I'll have my bestie there. And at least it'll, it'll be good. The job seemed legit. It seemed up my alley. And she kind of gave it to me on the spot. She gave me my number that I asked for. And so I ran with it. And by the end of, um, I think, by the end of July... By the end of July, I was packing up my apartment in Melbourne and making the two-hour exact drive to this new place that I found. The only place that I found. Like, the only place that I felt comfortable with. The only place my, my mother felt comfortable with. Let me tell you that I am 33 years old. I'm about to be 34 in February. 
25th mark your calendars but i'm about to be 34 years old and my mom still has a very strong hold on my life and like i mean i, I she's my biffle she's my she's my ace she's my my main one since day one so i mean i do value her opinion a lot sometimes i'm like mom please and because i know that i'm not making the best decision but the decision is already made so just like sit back and like just just have my back just tell me it's gonna be okay you know and so we came and let me tell y'all sebring is a mess you're really I, i don't know how to describe sebring it is one road called us 27th up and down i am in the middle of avon park and lake placid i don't know which is nicer i don't know if sebring is nicer i heard that they race cars over here and this is what sebring is known for we don't have any beaches we have lakes I've never been to one. I just pass this one big one all the time because again, there's only one road in and one road out. It is the most fascinating thing I've ever been through in my life. It's really not. And and then you're like, you know, you're not gonna catch traffic. I'm like, well, at least I'm not in Miami. I don't have like Miami traffic. No, I live in a city full of viejos that don't know how to drive. So now there's traffic at all times. It doesn't matter. They're, they're early birds and they get the worm. And everything is closed at like 8 o'clock at night. And if you go to the bar, the bar is probably closed at 2. And if you walk into the bar and they don't know you because they clearly don't know me, they're like, who the fuck is that bitch? I'm like, oh, good Lord Jesus. Here it goes. Which was true story. My parents came to visit one weekend and... We ended up going to some spot that was recommended by the waitress. And she's like, oh, yeah, they have pool tables. Like, all we wanted was a pool table. She sent us to, she sent us to like, a hole in the wall. I wish I could describe this as, like, and everybody knew what it was. But, like, like OPs in Miami, if you're familiar with it, our place you know what kind of hole in the wall it is. If you're not familiar with OPs, are you really living? No, I'm just kidding. That was like the hole in the wall place. There's no windows. There's just walls. It's dark as shit. There's smoke everywhere. And everybody knows everybody. It's like that show Cheers. Everybody knows your name. That was a bad, that was a bad beat. But, and everybody knew you. So when we walked up into this bar... Everybody looked at us. They looked at my mom with her big old butt, long ass tonga nails, my stepdad that is like cock diesel, and his arms are bigger than anybody's head in there. And probably anybody's, uh, he's just bigger than everybody in there. So everybody's, and I'm just like little old me, just trying to chill with a red lip. That's it. I'm just trying to chill. And so we were the talk of the bar. But other than that, and it closes at two, and we almost got into three fights, but that's a story for another day. But because everybody was trying to hit on my mama, I don't think they ever seen a woman that looks like my mom in Sebring. So everybody was trying to hit on her. But then they'd be like, hey, you see, because I'm more, I, I'm more protective of my mom. 
Like, my stepdad knows that when his kids are around, he don't got to worry about nothing. Because if somebody looks at my mom some type of way, the hyenas, the lions are behind her, ready to pounce. So I was like, hey, don't talk to my mom. That's her husband. They're like, oh, oh, shit. One, one man ran so fast out that back door is that I think he left his shoes right where he was standing. <laughs> so, but, so that was an adventure. But, yeah, so I came to Sebring. I, I stayed at my best friend's house for, like, two weeks because I did not want to sleep alone in my crib. And this is one of the nicer areas, to be honest. And I really, knowing, I don't know. I don't know what bothered me about this place. But I literally took those two weeks to legit clean the floors, uh, the bathrooms, like, all the regular stuff that I had to clean, you know. And then I was, like, cleaning the walls. I've never found myself in 33 years of my life cleaning walls. I was legit with Fabuloso like that, cleaning walls. We have, I have a Florida room. I didn't know that Florida even had rooms, but I got one. And I cleaned those walls. And I guess that's like the outside area. Like it has windows to open up to the outside area, which I think I've only opened once because I didn't want to pass out from the bleach that I was throwing. And, the, and between the fabulous, the bleach, and the Clorox, I didn't want to pass out. Other than that, they've stayed closed. But I was just cleaning everything. I don't know. I felt like it. Oh my god, I felt like it was so dirty and I just had to clean my way and whatever. So I slept at my best friend's house for two weeks, which was great because we woke up together and we had coffee and eggs with tortillas and it was a great time. So then I started working and um, oh, I finally moved into my crib. The beginning of August, I finally packed up all my stuff in Melbourne, my first apartment. My first apartment, it was so bittersweet. I mean, the rent had gone up like $1,500 for a one-bedroom, one-bathroom. Nobody was going to pay for that shit. No more. Even if I could afford it, I would, like, negativo amigo. I was not going to be paying no $1,500 for a one-bedroom, one-bathroom. As nice as that apartment was, okay, I was not going to do that. Emma Bourne left a sour taste in my mouth anyway, so... August 1st, I finally made the move to Sebring and brought all my furniture. And and then it felt a little bit more like home, you know, and things were all situated. and But it was bittersweet. It was. I cried, obviously. Obviously, it's Christelle. So I did cry. But, you know, it, it was the closing of one chapter... And a lot of things that I learned in Melbourne, I learned a lot in Melbourne. I, I learned what it was to grow up. I learned what it was to fly the nest. I learned what it was to pay bills. I hate the motherfuckers. But I learned a lot. I grew a lot. So, But ultimately, it was a chapter that I had to close. And I opened this new one in Sebring. And yeah. So... Let's stop talking about, like, moving and all that stuff. Sebring hasn't been the best of places, but whatever, I'm here. I've done a couple of adventures and stuff like that. But 2021 was my single year. I mean, I'm still single. 
for any of you that is asking. I'm still single. Somewhat. We'll get back into that later. But 2021 was also my single year. It was also a year to find myself a year. Obviously, that's why I had started my podcast in the first place. I was trying to find my voice in a way, trying to get things off my chest. And um, 2021 was a, a, it was a whirlwind. I dated a lot. Oh, good Lord. Your girl was on Bumble. Your girl was on Tinder. And... I will not go back on Bumble or Tinder. Not that I had, like, the worst experiences because, like, last February I had met somebody and he seemed very promising. But this was also coming out of a 10-year relationship that ended, you know, maybe, like, five months prior to me meeting this kid. So it was still kind of fresh, although that relationship, you know... It was a 10-year relationship, and so it was a long time. And, you know, I was just getting my feet wet, and this kid really seemed promising through Super Bowl. And then after that, I was like a no-go. But so sad to say it didn't work out. (laughs) But I had met some people, and no, Bumble is just not, like, I'm not, like, Christelle, I don't know what you thought she was going to find. What did you think that you were going to find? The man of your dreams on Bumble? Like, hey, how did you meet on Bumble? Like, no, that's not like... That's not a fairy tale story. That is just not a fairy tale story. You know, I want the fairy tale story to be like... I was at Publix and he bumped into my car or something like that. I don't even go to Publix. It'd be at Walmart. And who's trying to date people from Walmart either? (laughs) <laughs> the good Lord knows. I don't know how I'm going to meet the love of my life. But I hope it's something more, you know, out there and more, like, romantic than Bumble. But I did it, my, my good fair of, of of dating. Oh, my God. The stories. The stories I can tell. I think that, that that's going to be for the, the, the next podcast that I really go into, like, dating stories. <laughs> Today, we just going to recap. We just going to recap my year and, you know, as far as, you know, how long I've been gone off of this shit. I think next podcast, I could give you the details of... I'm going to write that down because these days... Listen, if I don't write things down, I totally forget it. So, details of dating stories. Next podcast, I got you. Because those are good. I have a couple of good ones in the chamber. But, um, so yeah, so, uh, Sebring, (laughs) Sebring gave me adventures. I had my best friend here and her man. I kayaked for my first time. (gasps) I did see alligators. I did see alligators, but this was in Orlando. And I was tripping the fuck out. Not on drugs, but like, I was, I, I was scared out of my mind because I literally saw an alligator or a crocodile. I don't know the difference. They could both eat me. And there's a lot of meat on these bones that they would be very excited about. And I saw them right there. I was like, please do not tip this motherfucking kayak. Because I sat my happy ass in the middle. Because for one, I don't know how to roll. I'm a horrible Cuban. I don't know how to roll. And for two, I think I, I, I was the stabilizer. 
¿verdad? But I went to my spring for the first time. So that was fun. I had never gone to a spring. So I started doing things over here in Sebring that I had normally would have not done. You know, but I had an adventure buddy. So it was fun. And we got toasted. And it was fantastic. And I also went axe throwing. The only thing in Sebring to do. Like, there's not a bowling alley over here. There, I think that there's a movie theater. I think there's a movie theater. Um, and there's axe throwing. So axe throwing was fun. Axe throwing was a good time. I ended up being cool with the 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 owner. You know, after a couple of drinks and shit, I get friendly. So I became cool with the owner. I ended up DJing for the rest of the night. I got a $5 tip. I thought at that moment I was going to be the DJ. I, th- I, I, I was like, that's it. I'm changing my career. I'm not going to do physical therapy. I'm going to be a DJ and I'm going to travel the world. That was... That that was short-lived because I woke up in the morning with a whole-ass hangover. I'm like, oh, my God, Crystal, I can never go to that place again. Don't ever show your face there again. Which I haven't showed my face there <laughs> again since then. But that was a good night. That was a good night. If you ever come to Sebring, which you probably won't, go axe throwing. What else have I done in Sebring that's, like, brand new? Um, I think that's it. I think that's really it. I mean, Sebring hasn't been bad, but now I'm unfortunately back in a place of, I don't know if I want to stay here until my lease is up. My job after six months is like layoff. We're closing. Like Sebring hasn't brought the best of things. Me and my best friend are no longer best friends. So that's that. I could get into that, but I won't disrespect that relationship or probably talk about it in another segment of Christelle's rant if I ever get into it. Um, But that friendship is no longer existent, so that sucks. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. And um, so, yeah, that's on that. But Sebring hasn't brought me the best of things, and I ended up spending the... Oh, let me tell you, the best thing that has happened to me, that had happened to me in 2021, we were blessed with Noah Atlas Allen. I know it's a mouthful, but he is the cutest little boy I have ever witnessed in my life and I'm utterly infatuated I'm utterly in love with him and I really hate that he lives all the way in Tennessee it's it's the most difficult thing ever of life but we do have a family chat so I get to see him through that or like FaceTime I do have pictures of him kind of everywhere it's all over my phone so utterly obsessed with him. My cousin and her husband made the cutest kid ever of life because he is so cute. I mean, this family makes cute babies. I'm just like waiting for mine. Shit. Because mine's going to be, you know how, how, how cousins be like, oh yeah, well, mine's cute. Mine's bigger. Mine's it. No, I'm just kidding. But I hope I have a cute kid if that ever happens. 
with this dating life, how it's going. But yeah, we welcome Mr. Noah Atlas. And he is, I think, going on six months now. Jeez, time flies by. Time flies by. But yeah, the family's gotten a whole lot closer. I think he has a big part to do with that. And he is just... He's just the best thing of life. He really is. I le- <laughs> I learned. Listen, I'm not a mom. Y'all already know this. I respect all moms. I love what y'all do. I don't know how y'all do it, but I don't think I grasped the aspect of momhood up until I went to go visit my cousin Stephanie. And let me say that I wasn't going to visit Stephanie. I was going to visit her son, Noah. <laughs> Stephanie's putting it to the back burner now. It's like, we don't ask how Stephanie's doing. We're just like, you know what? Yeah, chickadee. My poor cousin. She, she knows we still love her. But we want to see the baby. But I went over there for a couple of days. And, you know, I wanted to give her a break, honestly. You know, she she's a great mom. She's stepped into that role fully, fully, man. And I can't even give her enough props. I can't give her enough props to all the moms out there, honestly. The ones that are, like, really there and there, like, 24, 7, 365. Good Lord Jesus, is hard. I remember this one, one moment that I laugh about now, but she went to the room, and I was just with him, and he was just like, what? But, like, crying, like, really loud. And I'm like, oh, my God, Noah. And then he starts doing this thing in my arms that he starts spinning. And I'm like, you know, so I would carry him like, okay, Bobby. And then he would like do this like little spin. And then I'm like carrying him like with his like back on my chest. And like he's forward. And then he's like, nah, fuck you. And he does the turn again. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, oh, my God. Here's a toy. Here's a toy. He was like, fuck that toy. Fuck you. Fuck that toy. I don't want the toy. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And Stephanie did not come out. She did not come out. I'm like, girl, you ain't going to come out here and save me. I, I know that you, like, this house is not that big. And your son got some lungs. Okay? So I know you hear the commotion that's going on. She was like, nah, bitch, I need a break. <laughs> I need a whole break. You on your own. I was. Oh, my God. So on my own. So I finally got him one, like, the third day. Then he spit out 10 times, and I was like, no. I finally got him to sleep. And it was the first time I got him to sleep. And, like, I think that was, like, my second day there. And I finally got him to sleep. And, like, I just sat on the couch, like, slowly and quietly. I was trying to make sure my rolls on my body did not move. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. I was like. Like, and then I looked at his little face. I just looked at his little face sleeping. And I was like, Noah, I love you. But thank you so much for going to sleep. Bro, I literally cried again. Crystal crying, what a shocker. But this was like a crying of like relief that I got this child to like finally fall asleep because I was getting so frustrated. I was like, I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want. You're crying. I don't know what you want. I think in that entire moment, I think in that entire trip, I realized how hard it is to be a mom. Like, 
you're not a part-time, you're not a PRN, you're like a full-time mom. My cousin is a full-time mom. And she is there with him since that little boy wakes up to the minute that he goes to sleep and everything in between. And I just give her so much props. I love you, cousin. And I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. But, like, I didn't understand, I think, up until that moment, how really difficult it is to be a mom. So if you, to all the moms that are out there doing the damn thing, and I know many of y'all, so I can't, you know, sit here and, like, say all, all the ones that I know and love and appreciate, but I appreciate the fuck out of y'all. Because I came home and I was like, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this silence. Oh, no, but just kidding. Because I would go to sleep and I, uh, <laughs> I was happy for bath time. I was so happy for bath time. I'm like, oh, my God, bath time because then Poppy was there, you know. Dad was there. And I was like, it's no bath time. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited because it's about to be my bath time. It's about to be my bath time. Bro, I didn't even drink that whole trip. I did. They're like, you want to play cards? I'm like, no, I want to go to sleep. I'm exhausted. I don't know how y'all do this every day. But it was a good time. It was a good time. And Noah has brought a lot of joy into this family and has brought our family closer for sure. And I'm just super thankful for that. We ended the year on a really high note and a really good note. And the family, as you know, we still have our things as we all do and all families do. But I think that we're moving in the right direction as far as being closer with my nieces and my cousins and my aunts and my uncles and stuff. And so it's just been really good. The the year was ending, you know, it it ended up on my family's side. It ended on such a bright note. I started 2021. Maybe I backtracked a little bit. Because that means this dating life is hard and shit. Like I said, I dated for a year. I tried this shit out. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. You go back to what you know and what you're comfortable with. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to say that we're together because we're not. Are we not together? Not. Is there something? Always. I don't know what to call it. I don't want to explain it. We're we're just not going to talk about it that much. But uh, I kind of regressed, okay? I regressed. I did like a year of therapy. My therapist would be mad at me. My ex came back into the picture and I would like... uh, I would like privacy <laughs> at this moment in time while I do. We won't be talking about that. But that's how I ended it. And 2021, I mean 2022, there's just a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of iffy. I I feel like 2021 has just rolled over like in minutes. You know, back then that you, you would have rollover minutes on like T-Mobile and stuff. You just roll rolled over minutes. Like it's only day five into 2022. And I'm just like, we have rolled into some minutes. I don't feel like shit has changed. But something did change. I came back to my podcast. 
and I hope that this is one of many. I hope I stay consistent. I hope people listen again. And again, if I mean, if I, it doesn't get any listens, it's always my outlet to to talk, to rant. I think I would still do the ranting on IG just because I think my IG rants hit a little harder because of my facial expressions and stuff. So I probably will still do IG rants. And so my podcast is going to be here. I just want to probably talk about more conversations and um and let's let, let let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes, but I'm happy to be back in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it is my outlet. It is my way to speak out. It's a way of letting you into my life. It's a way of self-help. So that's why how I want to start 2022. I hope 2022 for everybody is prosperous. I hope that, you know, 2021 was a lot. It was a lot. It was a, a lot. We thought that 2020 was bad. 2021 was a whirlwind of just a lot of shit between COVID and Omarion and Omarion still running around and all the bullshit and CDC and I'm not going to talk about politics and none of that bullshit because I'm just not that, I'm not going to say not well educated, I just don't really care. That's not what I come here for. This is an outlet to talk about other shit and not think about the real world. But 2021 was a lot. And I just hope that we take whatever happened and whatever lessons that we learned. And I just really pray that all my listeners, all my followers, I just wish 2022 is just brings you every bit of your heart's desires. I hope that you push the envelope. I hope that you... Step out of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, I speak for myself that I have to step out of my comfort zone. I wish you love. I wish you a lot of health. I wish you a lots and lots and lots and lots of health because health ultimately is wealth, my friends. It is. We can sit here and pursue money. And obviously, you know, I'd rather have fucking COVID in my Lamborghini than have fucking COVID in my Mazda. But at the end of the day, honestly, if we don't have our health, we don't have anything. And so we just need to take care of each other, take care of ourselves, sometimes be selfish and just take care of our health, take care of our mental status, our mental health, our physical health, and I just think everything else will follow with that. I feel like we got to dream big, we got to do big, and work hard, play hard, and ultimately the cards will always fall into place the way that it's supposed to. And God, all things are possible, and, you know... We can do anything that we set our minds to, honestly and truly. And with God, everything is is possible. So I just wish that for everybody in 2022. Lots of love, happiness, and health, and wealth. And I hope it's the best year for all of us, honestly, because I think we all truly need it. 
But I'm gonna wrap this thing up. I'm gonna wrap it up. Hopefully, hopefully this year I get some money and I can like get really sophisticated with it and put like intros and outros and like uh breaks and like music and ba 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 ba, you know things like that. But this was my first one back. I hope y'all enjoy it. Again, I hope you follow. I hope you listen. I hope you subscribe. I hope you share. Thank you for listening to another segment of Christelle's Sound Off. I love you all. Have a good night.